Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host. So you're going fast again, and so it sounds like it's one that we recorded like a while ago, back when you were getting really... Oh, yeah. Intro. Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about Batman. Alright, now what should people do? <laughs> like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Specifically? You've forgotten how to do this. It's been so long. It's been a I've long recorded time. An episode, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is a backup episode in case you're not catching our jokes. Uh, people should check out our. Um, I mean, probably YouTube. Yeah, probably YouTube. Because there's at this point. likely something up at this point. People should check out our Farmville account. Oh, what the fuck? That's <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the hot new social media platform. It's just become its own. It's it, everything everything is like vr farmville that's just our life now it's like um uh ready player one except boring Holy fuck what motorcyclist dies after crashing into exit ramp off i-35 and norman oh Ooh. yikes sorry dude anyway anyway I wouldn't have read that if it wasn't, like, Norman, like, mm-hmm. down the street. Except yeah. Not down the street. It's, like, eight miles, nine miles away. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, check that out. There's probably something up there. There's probably booze and booze things up there that might be a Matt thing up there. There might be a me thing up there. Who knows? There's unlikely to be a me thing up there. I don't have anything planned right now. But who knows? Maybe this. Maybe we're just really good about staying on our release schedule, and this yeah. is coming out in, mm, I don't know, 2018. Yeah what <laughs> uh all right so uh, i mean we haven't we have no watch been up to because we Not just really. recorded an episode yeah. that we recorded three days after another episode uh, i've been listening to any good music recently that's like timeless i've been, I've been listening to a lot of coin it's like uh coin and i kind of went back to hippocampus just kind of some, some fun mm-hmm. fun jams okay all right uh no i got i don't really anything nope oh well uh obviously no news because it's a backup episode unless we want to make the same joke we make every time and say something really dated even for now yeah like hiring fucking heath ledger to be a joker i think we did that one before i think that's our very first backup yeah um it was a good bit that time was it though (laughs) it was (laughs) i enjoyed it uh so this episode uh we're gonna revisiting uh an episode we did that wasn't a backup episode. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, you could tell. Was it about? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Because the, right. the content started like five minutes into the audio. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. it was a backup episode. Yeah. Um, so we're doing, I guess we're doing another backup episode. We, uh, we did it kind of as a one-off, but then going back and listening to them was actually pretty interesting. So we're going to, yeah. we're going to do a few more of these. We'll try it again. We'll, we'll try it until we're bad at it. Yep. Which we were bad at it last time, but it was fun. Yeah uh so we're gonna do butterfly effect yeah uh not I mean, the ashton kutcher movie is that an ashton kutcher movie yeah oh interesting all right uh we basically take well-known series change one thing early on and see and kind of deliberate how it would play out for the rest of the franchise yeah um we just went back and listened to the episode so we didn't repeat anything hopefully hopefully uh Might have missed something in there huh might have missed something in there yeah so if listen we... to i mean i kind of just flipped through and like yeah this feels like a new thing. Uh, so we've got a few. Uh, last time we were really careful about Game of Thrones spoilers because that was still going. Season 8 was still, I think, playing. 
I don't even think so at that point. Out. No, oh, we were even started? Yeah. Uh, but now season eight's been done for almost six months. More. More than Almost that. a year. Almost a year? Because it ended in May. Oh, wow. Yeah. It has been a year. Almost. This. Uh, so, yeah, we're not going to worry about spoilers with Game of Thrones. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones at this point, then whatever. So oh, well. to start that off, Matt's got one. Yeah, I've got I've got an interesting one. This is not right at the beginning, uh, but the mountain and the viper fight. But Oberon isn't a complete idiot and actually just kills the mountain. Kills the mountain. So let's let's start with uh, figuring out what um, what Oberon's plans are. So he's still very upset at the Lannisters. Yeah, he just wants revenge on the Lannisters. Yeah, he's he's trying to force um, Gregor to confess. Yeah, in public. So let's say he kills him, and maybe he doesn't force the public confession because it looked like it was going that way before he got all head smushied. Yeah. So okay, so the public confession doesn't happen. So that means Oberyn. So we have several things that we need to kind of approach. Right. Atmospherically. So we know what his main goal is. So he still would like to kill Tywin, yeah. Tyrion. Like he wants but to not, kill but not just kill. Publicly undermine and destroy the support for him. Yeah. He wants to rip out the Lannister's root and stem. What are the ramifications of his death in uh, 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 Dorne? Uh basically that's what in the the show does a terrible job of it, but um let's assume the show does a better job of the counterfactual um because it's all his uh his paramours i don't remember her name uh it's his illegitimate children the sand snakes yep um and they kind of band together to overthrow his older brother who's the prince of dorne because he didn't do anything to to avenge his brother he doesn't do anything he totally does in the books but it's just different let's go on the books then let's save a little bit stuff in the show Mm-hmm. Let's go on the books. Well, the books aren't finished yet, so we can't really right. do much. All right, let's stick with the show. Let's then. stick with the show. And Assuming see if we they the do that right. Yeah. Um, so if he survives, the Sand Snakes don't try to overthrow Dorne, but they could still become upset with Prince Doran's uh, inaction. Mm-hmm. And with Oberyn kind of as a leading driving force now, they maybe, I'm, I'm not going to say outright rebellion, but maybe they take a, a splinter force and... Um, I don't think they go to war though. Like Oberon knows that that's a dumb decision. He's a really smart guy. Yeah. He's still going to be trying to undermine them um, slash poison them. There's a theory with some evidence in the books that Oberon is trying to poison Tywin slowly. Okay. Um, Cause when he dies, um, when Tywin dies, there's like a, the, the description of the stink is like, it's really they they sit on that mm. um pun intended <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so so ramifications of that um let's see so that's season four that's season four toward the end toward the end so i i think i think we've got an Oberon now who is going to be a little more aggressive about pursuing his revenge but he still wants to do it by undermining he's got to be more careful this time though because yeah. he went after the one person that he that didn't wouldn't have outright political ramifications right he went after a, a obviously a, a dog of um, right dog of war of the politicals but right. now he, the only targets he has left are the family right and so he needs to be a bit more 
strategic about it because if he just outright attacks Tywin, uh-huh. that's a war between the Lannisters and the uh, right the ter- uh, ter- uh, over at Martells. Uh, Martells. Wow, yes. I drew a blank. All the names kind of sound the same, and there's a thousand of them. So. Yeah. So uh, he need, so he's going to be more tactical. Right. I I think he does push the poisoning, ramp that up a little bit. Assuming that that theory is correct, yeah. Right. Um, Even if it's not correct, let's say he starts poisoning Tywin. Okay. Yeah. All right. He starts working on that. That's not even the interesting part, though. The interesting part is Tyrion wins the trial by combat. That's a good point. Yeah. So he no longer has to kill. Uh, so he, if he wins. He wins the trial by combat. He's free. Yeah. He is not convicted of murder. Cersei hates him. Cersei probably is going to try to assassinate him. Tyrion and Oberyn would actually be good friends at that point then. They are going to start teaming up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a dangerous partnership. Oh, that's a good combination right there. They're both, they're both smart. They're both very good tactically. Yeah. Oberyn is kind of the reckless man of action. Tyrion's a bit more of a planner. untouchable in military, in like fighting. Okay. All right. We get some real actual conflict in the capital. Um, Yeah. The, the game part of the Game of Thrones ramps up a little bit. Yeah. So we're going to season five. Season five is really all about, uh, holy shit. I got to remember like season three through through six really just kind of blend together. Season five is when John dies. Yeah. At the very end. At the very end. Um, Season five really slows down. Yeah, it does. Uh, Um, What's, uh, oh, that's when the, that's the whole religious thing. That's when the sparrows really sparrows do show up. up. So that's, um, that could be Oberyn and Tyrion versus Cersei and Tywin kind of vying for their for contr- support, their control, yeah. the control of the sparrows. Um, and I think leveraging them. Uh, well, yeah, because they just uh, the High Sparrow just wants all of King's Landing to be under the control of the Seven. Right. And that's all he cares about. And yeah, it's going to be him tech because he's not a good guy in my mind. To me, he's just kind of like a. a tactician trying to take religious control and is he's essentially using cersei and them to take control cersei notices that and that's why she blows the sept i i don't buy it what do you think his what do you think his goals are he says it straight up front he's a religious guy he wants to live a simple life and help the people okay so then they use so oberon then uses the the fact that the Lannisters are rapists and murderers tells him that to try to pull him away from the Lannisters plant that seed of doubt. Yeah. Like these are bad people. These are not religious people. And and, uh, Tyrion knows this stuff. He can, he can use the inside knowledge of the Lannisters to pull, uh, pull High Sparrow away from the Lannisters. Yeah. I bet, I bet Cersei tries to assassinate him at some point. Assassinate Tyrion. Tyrion? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And that, and he then he's got an like he's investigating trying to prove it and mm. that gives him sort of that motivation that final push to um no we need to get shay in there we need we need some emotional thing shay he and i mean that's kind of badly done in the show but the the whole the fall. trial is like end of season 5 isn't it end of season 4 it's end of season 4 yeah cuz the the trial um Trial so he gets Shay in. Shay betrays him, and then it's the trial by combat. He's, and then he yeah. and then he has then he the trial, the monologue, and that's yeah. that night is when he kills. No, no trial, declares trial by combat. Mountain and the Viper, right? 
put back in prison, about to be executed, escapes. Jamie escapes him. Kills Shay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess, he I knows, mean, Shay, Shay's already betrayed him. Yeah. So he knows Shay's betrayed him. He's already got very little left to lose. He would kill her right off the bat. Like, that's one of his first things he would do. I think. No, because he kills her because she's in Tywin's bed. Oh, yeah. And because she's a threat to his escape. So do you think, so what do you think he would do? Um, I don't think Shay sticks around. Actually. She's either quietly disposed of, of Cer- by Cersei or various spirits are out of the Let's city. look at this thing first. I think that uh, we're assuming Tyrion and Oberyn um, have the same goals. Undermine the Lannisters, the rest of them? I think for different reasons. Right. And I think those different reasons might start to come in conflict. Okay. Like Tyrion, I don't know if Tyrion wants to kill his family at that moment. He does. does. He He does. does. Yeah. Well, he he kills Tywin two episodes later in the actual show. Yeah. And he spends most of um, his inner, inner monologue in the books is about how much he's going to enjoy killing Cersei. Okay. When he can get back to Westeros. Gotcha. Okay, so he does want to them. kill. Yeah. Um All right, let's assume I he he wouldn't stay in the city though. Yeah, no, I, that's what I was going to say. I'm going to I'm going to say Oberyn and he kind of just bolt and like try to regroup and maybe try to gather cuz they know they can't take on the Lannisters themselves. Like mm-hmm. they don't have that kind of power right now. Right. So they, maybe they maybe they bolt down to Dorne. Yeah, cuz they are going to get they're probably going to get killed if they stay in the city. Yeah, they the Cersei has all the power. Cersei and Tyrion or Tywin have all the power right yeah. now. Um, trying to take on Tywin head to head is a bad idea, even yep. for Tyrion. Yep. Um, so they go down to Dorne. Maybe they try to ally with Daenerys. Then they're like, we need some sort of outside power to get rid of these. Where's Daenerys at this? She's still at Karth. No, no, Karth season two. Uh, where is she? She's, she's, uh, she's, she, uh, she's ma- camped out ma- in Marine. Marine, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I was trying to think of the city, the slave state. Um, I don't think. Well, okay, so Dan, uh, Danny's not over there yet. No. So right now it's them down in Dorne figuring right. out what they can do. Right. I think that there's gonna be there would be some. I think this would you would start landing in the in the intrigue thing. It would be like a full season of them just trying to undermine the Lannisters from yeah. Dorne. Um, Playing like a spy game. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Like uh, espionage kind of stuff. Which like, is fun. We didn't get a whole lot of that. We really did show proper. <laughs> um, so I think that's like a season five whole thing. Yeah. Um, is that kind of, that's, that's what shakes out. Like obviously the wall is unaffected right now. Right. That's summer. Uh, Winterfell is unaffected right now. And yep. that's when uh, Theon's caught at this point, isn't nah, he? Yeah. He's, he's well caught. He's, um, He's with Ramsey. This is this is when Ramsey's height is season five because Battle of the Bastards is into season five. Oh, season, season six. six. Fuck. All right. Yep. So Ramsey is introduced in season five. Yeah. So that's all. No, he's, no, he's introduced earlier. Um, well, I mean, like his whole thing, his torturing Theon is season five, isn't nope. it? Fuck, season dude. Three. Is it really? Yeah. What the fuck is Theon doing for so long? He's just hanging out. He's being reek. Um, this is where. Uh, Sansa doesn't go to Ramsey. Yeah, she goes to she goes to Ramsey this season. Season five? Because end of season five is them escaping. Okay. So that's all the, that's all inconsequential walls. to what's happening yeah, with this is all King's Landing. Relevant. Yeah, this is really King's Landing plot. 
So, okay, so they go down to Dorne. For mm-hmm. season five, Is that's kind of what they're doing. They're, they're doing some spies. Doing some spy stuff. Let's say that they start to plant... Maybe they split up Cersei and Tyrion. That's what they're trying to... Maybe they try to, like, mm-hmm. undermine their relationship. Because you okay. split the two of them up, and then you have good amount of power. Yeah. Um. So that'd probably be Ty- uh, Tyrion's tactic. Uh. There'd probably be some conflict between the two of them. Oberyn just wants to go and kill people, but Tyrion's like, no, we gotta mm-hmm. ease up. Like... Yeah. I, obviously, Oberyn doesn't want to just kill Tyrion and Cersei, but Oberyn wants to kill people. Tyrion's like, wait, let's let's make King's Landing fragile first, right. and then we will shatter it. Yeah. Um, what's it called? The uh, New, uh, Newton's Tail? No. What's the um, when you drop molten glass into water and mm-hmm. it develops that? It's like the bulb is really rigid, mm-hmm. but you just pinch the tail and it shatters. It just pops. Yeah. What's that I know, called? I know what you're talking about. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. He's like, he's like, let's develop that yep. in, in like where it looks, the King's landing looks, uh, looks strong, but we're pulling that table tail. And the moment we're ready, we just pinch it and King's landing shatters and we take control. Yep. So he's doing that kind of thing. Um, yeah. So season six. So that, that's kind of what happened in season five. Season six is Danny's still in Marine. Yeah, very end of season six is her coming she... to Westeros. Yeah, so let's say, but she comes to Westeros at the behest of Varys. Basically, he's he's kind of him and Tyrion are the ones that are like, all right, it's time to go west. Oh yeah. So Tyrion doesn't end up there. She's still in Marine, though. I imagine. I, I'm I'm imagining Varys is probably working with Tyrion and Oberyn mm-hmm. behind the scenes here because he knows what's. Well, I think I think he's not. I think Varys would still go over because I because Varys believes in Danny right pretty early on, especially the fact that she free slaves and his whole thing is the fact that he wants the best for the people right. So he thinks Danny's actually best for the people, so he right. mermaids on over over there and yep. like and then talks to her, gets her over there. Talks about actually that's this is actually really good because this could get Danny over there sooner exactly because he would go hey we've got Tyrion and all of the Martells still going mm-hmm. you've got an army in South Westeros ready to fucking go yeah we can do this so he's yeah. got the ally already right so he's probably acting as a go between trying to get Oberyn and Tyrion <laughs> yeah he's he's trying to get Oberyn and Tyrion um to agree to have Danny come in yeah and so there's probably like okay well do we get to keep Dorne when she comes in and there's mm-hmm. some negotiations yeah and... there's, there's a, quite a bit of negotiation and she I I, I don't think given that um what's Oberyn's brother's name Doran I don't think Doran is strong enough to keep Dorne I think the negotiation would be Danny says. I'm the queen of West of like of the, excuse me of Westeros. Mm-hmm. You can have Dorne, but you answer to me. And he goes, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I think he, like, he's relatively weak. Yeah, um, at least my knowledge. I know very he, little. The he's way the he's show. drawn in the show is that he's very weak. Yeah. So show wise, he would give in. Oberyn be a little pissed. That's conflict for later. Right. Um, uh, some tension developing between him and Danny. Yep. Um, and Tyrion's like, I mean, look. Really, my goal right now is to take care because he doesn't have he doesn't believe in her yet. Right. Early on, he uses her. Yeah. And at this point, he's yeah he doesn't believe in anything except killing his sister. Yeah. And so he's like, you're you're just a method to my to or you're yeah, a, a means to my means end. to my end. So yeah. So he agrees. They agree. She comes over like, I guess late season six. That'd be negotiations for a season. Yeah. Um. She comes over season six. 
uh, like mid, uh, probably a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. comes to Dorn rather than going over to. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is an awkward rock, double blank uh, here. Uh, Dragonstone. Dragonstone. There it yeah. is. Uh, wow, <laughs> we know stuff. I kept thinking Sunspear, but that's that's in Dorne. Yep. So she goes to Sunspear. Yeah, she actually does go to Sunspear. Actually now. goes to Sunspear. Yep. Um, she's got. So she still has the sand. She's got the sand snakes, and they're still alive at that point, anyway. Right. Um. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. So now they have like four of like the some of the best tacticians, mm-hmm. like Danny Varys. Uh, Tyrion and Oberyn. Yep. Really good tactician. I don't think I'd call Danny a good tactician. Okay, no, that's definitely no. not true. Uh, oh, hey, where's... um, Right. Where's he at? Um, He doesn't have arm sun, uh, stone arm yet. No. How am I drawing a fucking blank on Jorah? Jorah, yeah, he's just, he's just kind of floating around the free cities, I think. Because he picks up Tyrion... Um, I don't even he remember gets, how it happens in the show. He gets sent out at the end of season five. He gets kicked out at the end of season five or something, doesn't he? Uh, no, because he picks up Tyrion in season five. Okay. So he's, he'd just be floating around. I think he would still find his way back. I think he would yeah. end up... He would probably like get... Somewhere in season six, he would end up in Dorne because mm-hmm. nothing can keep him away from Danny. Right. Um. So we'll assume there's a whole different story with that. We're not going to deal with that. Yep. We'll focus more on the over over and stuff. Um. So then, so season end of season six, they're all down in Thorn, ready mm-hmm. to go. See, and then season seven just returns to being the. I mean, differently, obviously, it returns to right. being the attack on. Like, uh, actually, it becomes more of a conquest north. Right. Um. And Tywin's still around. Yep. Uh. Do you think that there would be a one of the tactician one of the tactics is to go around and get Tywin out of there. I bet that's maybe what the sand snakes do. Well, but at this point uh uh Cersei has um uh yeah it it Kyburn? Fuck me, dude. I can't remember his name. Um what's he do? It's the the gray Theon's uncle. Greyjoy. Oh, uh, Euron. Euron! She has Euron at this point. Yeah. So, ships are scary. Yep. The Sand Snakes don't like ships. Right. So, they probably go Dornish Army just tackle... Uh, just is the one that goes through. Uh, that Dornish this, Army with dragons. I think it starts to kind of pan out the same way. Okay. Well, no. Hang on. Okay. So we're assuming that uh, Theon and Oberyn did their job during season six, mm-hmm. uh, during five and six of getting King's Landing to be fragile. Right. So King's Landing is now fragile. You know what would be really fun and would be very Game of Thrones is like right in the middle of all this, Tywin just like drops dead of a heart attack. <laughs> it gets him out of the way and it also be it'd be like the greatest military commander the world has ever seen taken out by his by himself just basically face plants into his food <laughs> at dinner <laughs> that would be or that's or the poison or maybe he's poisoned yeah we could leave a little bit of ambiguity there all right well so he just he just dies he dies we don't fucking know that simplifies things a yep little bit. cool awesome uh what's the what's the wall doing 
Um, because in season seven, that's when John. End of season seven is when John and Danny hook up. Right. Because so so they're not. End of season five, John dies. Start of season six, he gets resurrected because they just wouldn't let us sit on that. Yep. Season um, six has Battle of the Bastards. Right. So that's all taken that's care of. That still, has nothing yeah, to do. That's, that's still, still playing out. Yeah. Okay. So then he that's when he goes to Winterfell. Right. He's the king in the north. That's end of season six is, he's my king in the north. Yeah. Okay. I'm the king in the north. So what, what's he doing for season... So season seven is him trying to negotiate with Danny, be like, yeah. "Hey, we got to go kill these walkers." Okay, so then the the thing becomes: listen, I will help you defeat the walkers if you help me take King's Landing. And then it becomes a two thing. Like she's like, "I got to get up there somehow. If you help me go, get, I'll get up there. If you help me go through King's Landing." Mm-hmm. So that becomes kind of that negotiation that he's going to help out because he also hates the uh, like having Tyrion still around, like. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good buds a little bit. They um, they have a history, yeah. Knowing I think I think for him, he's like, that's the only way I can fucking get them there. Mm-hmm. Is if we go through King's Landing. There's no yeah. way. Because they're now having to go north. Right. So that becomes a thing where he uses the, the Winterfell army, what's fucking left of it, yeah. uh, and the Wilding Army, and they fucking go at it, go at King's Landing mm-hmm. north and south. So it becomes an all out way. It becomes essentially kind of what it was yeah um they conquest they go through they take uh um st- uh, storm stone what the fuck is it called dragonstone dragonstone the stormlands that's why I'm, oh yeah yeah <laughs> fucking that up uh so they do that so that becomes a conquest through that yep. um we get an actual war instead of like a one episode yeah fight that's, that's and that's all what season seven is it's just like her trucking her way through the south yeah up to king's landing because king's landing's about midway isn't it uh that's a little bit north yeah for a little bit closer to winterfell um so yeah and then he just so i guess they bide their time and like that that's actually early season seven is them kind of recouping after ramsey's right nightmare and so while Danny is kind of like trucking her way north because she's got the army she's got the unsullied she's got the all of dorn she's mm-hmm. got the dragons uh, and she probably also has some splinter Lannister team because of T- uh, Tyrion. Yeah. Tyrion would probably get some fellows. Tyrion, Tyrion and Bronn could surely have some connections. Bronn's still around yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. So they've got they've got a substantial army. Yeah. They've got a lot of the best fighters. They're going gonna down there. they're gonna win the fight, but they're gonna have to work for it. Yeah. So they're working their way up there to King's Landing. They're about whittled down, let's say like 60% whittled down mm-hmm. by the time they get to King's Landing. By then, Winterfell's all kind of cleaned up. Right. They're ready to go down, and then they attack Winter or King's Landing one by one. Yep. But I think it's a it's a they show up and they go and then uh Tyrion goes, "Give me a minute." And then he and Bronn go in. They pinch that tail. Winter or King's Landing just shatters like Fucking, yep. maybe that's where they kill, uh, the, like, well, no, they leave Cersei alone, but, like, uh, so it's beginning of season seven is when she blows the sept. End of season six, but yeah. End of season, oh, yeah. Um, oh, that's the beginning of the end of season six. I always fuck up. I always right. think it's, like, the end of a beginning of a season. That's the beginning of an end of season. Uh, so that's already, like, he's like, oh, I mean, she kind of pinched the thing already. She just killed a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And now they have the Tyrells on their side. Cause, well, the Tyrells are fucking dead, but, like. Oh, of High Garden is right. So maybe they send Oberyn over there, or the Sand Snakes over there, and be like, "Hey, look, 
she just killed all your people. Come help us. Yeah. And then they fund them. You know Olena's going to be on board for that. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. So that now they have the funding. Yep. They have all of the Highgarden funding, which they yep. didn't have. Uh, so then they just like, and then Bronn and Tyre, Bronn, Tyrion, and uh, Oberyn then go into King's Landing, pinch that tail, shatter King's Landing, and then they just assault King's Landing. Or they don't even have to. That would actually be really good. Yeah. If it's a war through season seven and then see the, the climax, they don't have to sack uh, King's Landing. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Okay, yeah. So they don't have the sack King's Landing. They go in. They basically ass- assassinate Cersei. Or they like they get Cersei and we're like, you're done. We didn't kill any of your people. And then... Uh, they just they fly in and land on top of the Red Keep and nope. dragons. Nope. Heck yes. Because... Let's say by some weird thing, Cersei still captured, uh, um, fucking what's her name? Uh, uh, Missandei. 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 Still captured her. They go, you're done. And she goes, nope. Kills Missandei. Danny still goes full Mad Queen. Okay. I mean, we'd have to. Because she has, so Cersei, that's Cersei's last play. Right. In all of this. Assuming everything's been done right. She still has Missandei. That's her last play. So she kills Masande, like as her last ditch effort to just try to fuck up this team. And then Danny still goes full Mad Queen, turns everyone in like, against her. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you get to season seven, where every like or season eight, where mm-hmm. it's similar way of like like similar interactions where Danny is the bad guy now. Mm-hmm. You know what the fun part is? We haven't dealt with the Walkers at all. They come down and kill everyone. They win. Night King wins. I think season eight would, I think a good season eight would still play out the same way. I think, but basically the way we did this is like it, it deviated, but it ended at the same point mm-hmm. of like, everyone's against Danny. So well, obviously people are like, like Tyrion's like, Oh, I think Oberyn would be outspokenly against her. Tyrion would be doing what he's doing where he's like secretly plotting. I think the reverse. I think Tyrion would be okay with it because he's at this point just revenge. Let's burn it all down. Um, That might be because I'm going more off the book version of the character where he is not so sympathetic. Um, I think Oberyn is more likely to be like, all right, this is war crimes. This is what I was against the Lannisters for in the first place. And so he's, he's probably going to be more likely to be against Danny. Well, like, I'm saying, like, they're both against... Oh, you're saying Tyrion's... I'm saying Tyrion's going to be more likely to be with her. Okay. And then Oberyn. And then that's when you get some tension between him and... uh, A friendship tension between there. And that's where you just start get to the point of, like, there's too much that has happened over the past five seasons that we haven't written that I think would affect how season eight plays out. Right. So, I think we kind of... I think the bulk of it is the way that the conquest happens. Right. Like having Dorn still pretty together, and having Oberyn around, mm-hmm. and not losing the Sand Snakes so early. Right. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right. I like it. It's worth a shot. Yeah. You, you said you had one. What do you got for me? Uh what if Sam didn't go with Frodo? Actually, okay. So this is a three-parter. Okay. One for each of the other three hobbits. What if okay. one of them didn't go? Okay. So we can start with uh, kind of simple ones. Yeah. So let's start with Pippin. Pippin's useless. No. Let's start with Merry. Pippin has a really important thing with the Pelantir. True. 
that's that's his whole role play the he played a big role with uh gondor so let's start with mary okay so let's see Mary mary doesn't do jack shit for a while not for a long time he's kind of just along for the ride um, so fellowship of the ring he's i mean they pop in there he's he's there he's there yeah. two towers he's he he's the one that kind of gets the ints he's the smarter one with the ints right he's pippin's the one that has him turn around and go towards isengard so he can so and mm-hmm. uh treebeard can see the stuff but mary's kind of the one who he actually persuades him yeah Although in the books they don't take much persuading, and so okay, um, that scene could just be rewritten. I think okay, ends are still going to go to war. The ends still go to war. Uh, Mary, Mary's very pivotal, pivotal for the very end. Right, he's the one that stabs fucker in the back. Right, because um, otherwise, Mister Witch King himself probably just kills Eowyn right there. Yeah. If he's not distracted. So, okay, so we basically answered most of it. Uh he gets well, we, okay, we get now, most of the way there. So, here's the yeah. thing is when if Witch King kills Eowyn, then Witch King's still there. Witch King's still there. Which means, get it? Uh <laughs> So Eowyn's dead. Yep. Oh no, the love triangle. I don't give a shit about that. Um, who could kill the Witch King? Gandalf can, maybe. I think there. I think it would just add another fight where it's like the Witch King, like, kind of looks around. And is like, well, okay, main army's gone. This whole fucking ghost army is here now. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna be back, <laughs> and then he bolts. Um. Do you think he would wait until the Battle of the Black Gate to show back up? Yeah, probably. Because basically the the heroes go from, okay, Sauron's army has retreated. Let's uh let's go attack the Black Gate right now. Let's, well, let's things push are this unsettled advantage. While he doesn't have time to resettle. Yeah. While we think Frodo still has a chance of getting there. Push this advantage. Um... Okay, so he runs away. He's still around. Eowyn's dead. Battle of Black Gate. They they march. Battle of the Black Gate happens. I think that adds. So once the eagles show up, okay, actually, eagles show up and then Frodo puts on the ring, right? Because yeah. when Frodo put, puts on the ring, that's when all the fell beasts bolt, right? And Witch King knowing that. Assuming Gandalf hadn't had a chance to kill Witch King yet, mm-hmm. Witch King's gonna fuck Frodo up. Hey, yep. Like I, he's the fat. He's got the fastest fell beast, I'm sure. Gotta be. So he bolts over there. Yep. Um, but he's... the eagles are there. Yeah. So I assume, and the eagles are smart. Obviously, they're like super, right. super intelligent. So they probably see him and are like, mm, "We gotta get him out of the air right now because he's dangerous." Yeah. So they probably like focus on his fell beast, lose a few guys, but get him on the ground where Gandalf then probably stages a fight against him mm-hmm. with like Aragorn, like Aragorn's fighting him to, as a distraction and Gandalf. So I think it'd be a Gandalf Aragorn Witch King fight, okay. which would be fucking awesome. It'd be really cool. <laughs> I'd love to see because it's a reunion of the Witch King and, and Aragorn. Yeah. That adds a that adds that kind of element. <laughs> Aragorn, you again. 
I'm gonna get you this time. <laughs> not why he's British. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, so that that would be that's probably how that would end. And then Gandalf, you get a really cool ending with Gandalf yep. taking down the Witch King. Yep. You'd actually see Gandalf be magic and kill someone with magic. True. Which you'd never see. <laughs> right. Get a, get get him going full of starry. Yep. A star. No. Yeah. He's not Valar. He's a starry. Yep. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, so that's Mary. Minor change, but it'd be cool. Yep. Pippin. Pippin. So, assuming... So, it's... Uh, it's Return of the King that he puts his hand on the Palantir. Looks into the Palantir. Yep. Because that's when they bolt. Because otherwise, no. he and Mary are still together. Right. Well, hold on, hold on. Going back, he doesn't drop this, the thing into the well. He doesn't wake up all those orcs. Send the Balrog after him. True. <gasps> Gandalf's still with him. Oh, good point. Well, we're assuming the Balrog wouldn't be woken up anyway. True. So let's assume that. Let's assume okay. the Balrog doesn't this, get woken this up. This is fun. Yes. Okay, so let's go Let's go two paths. Let's start with Balrog. All right. Gandalf wakes up, and then, oh my god, there's so many assumptions. Okay. I'll assume the Balrog doesn't wake up. All right. You'll make the next assumption when we get to it. Okay. So they get through, they get out, and Gandalf's still there. Okay. Do we assume that the headcanon that Gandalf meant that the eagles were supposed to carry them to Mordor is accurate? Heck no. Cool. So they still have to get there somehow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're going to keep walking. Okay. Um, so they just keep walking. Uh, that's the end of Fellowship. They plan to go through Lorien. Uh, Aragorn follows that because he knows it was the next step of Gandalf's plan. He knows that they were going to go to Lorien, rest, decide whether they go through gondor and rally mm -hmm. gondor to defense or go straight to the fires having galadriel and uh, gandalf talk would be really really good yes because the two of them can find easily the best way of getting there yeah like gandalf talking about like knows his group knows like kind of more like obviously being a starry and then galadriel being fucking who she is one of the ring bearers mm -hmm. like they can sit there and go okay what do we do and then they discuss the best way to go forward yeah. um Best way to go forward, where would that be? Fellowship's probably going to have to get split anyway, because Aragorn needs to go to Gondor. Yes. He needs to rally the well, I think, people. He needs to win that fight. I think they're, like, their idea is like, get to Gondor. Yeah. Because Gondor is like, right next to Mordor. It's the best way to base yeah. up and then try. Right. And Instead of going all the way around. And Frodo kind of realizes that that's the wrong approach. So maybe him and Sam still slip off anyway. True. And that's a good point. Because the original split is Frodo and Sam just bolting. Right. Having nothing to do with where they are. Right. Where were they headed? Mordor. The whole group is just headed to Mordor? No, the whole, the whole group's headed down the river to Gondor. So that's probably... That, that would still play out. Yeah. Regardless of the Balrog, they just still have Gandalf. Mm -hmm. Although, do you think Frodo would abandon with Gan without Gandalf? Do you think Frodo would question Gandalf? That's true. That's judgment? true. Because Frodo is going to be, he's very likely to trust Gandalf's judgment. Yeah. And he's probably less likely. I guess it depends on whether Boromir still goes rogue. That's a good point. I think Boromir would still go rogue. Probably. Because Boromir like, t hinted with going rogue when they're walking up the right. Misty Mountains. And Misty Mountains? Uh, no, the uh, Karathras. Okay, I never knew that name. That's not in the movie, is it? It is. All right, I guess I missed I it all the time. It's actually pronounced Karadras. But I think it's pronounced it kinda, differently than... Yeah, they say it differently in the movie. Um, it's got a D in the book. 
but uh so yeah so he still goes a little upset a little nuts mm-hmm. um all that happens boromir probably still dies well having gandalf on there would turn the tables quite a bit yeah boromir's separated from the group he's still likely to die but maybe mary and pippin don't get captured i mean just mary doesn't get captured oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> pippin okay doesn't get captured either pippin pippin's at home enjoying some some salted pork so how did okay so we assume mary doesn't get captured then let's assume having and it's a starry there mm-hmm. is it really a starry i-s-t-a-r-i i think that's the plural fuck that is really close to one of my D and D religions. Yeah, uh, I think I subconsciously <laughs> Gandalf is your god now. Uh, I think I may have accidentally. It's like the Itsati. It's really uh, close. Itsar and Itsin are the two. Like it's like a yin and yang god mm-hmm. thing. Anyway, damn it. Like uh, Gandalf the Gray and Saruman the White. Sure. Also, Radagast <laughs> the Brown and Sadness the Blue. Um. Okay, so let's um. Well, let's, let, I, there's an interesting thread here. If Mary doesn't get captured, they probably never end up in Rohan. Yeah. And if they never end up in Rohan, they never rally the Rohirrim. Which Rohan they... falls to Saruman. Oh, fuck. Rohan falls to Sauron. They don't have that backup army for uh, a lot of things. Okay, first of all, they don't have the backup army for, uh, for uh, Pelennor Fields. Right. Also... Uh, R- uh, Rohan, along with Aragorn, is not, never working their way to Gondor, so Aragorn goes and gets the Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. So they don't have that either. They don't have right. either basic Deus Ex Machinas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely, definitely not a Deus Ex Machina. It's a, they worked on it for a movie. Yep. Um, so both of those. So Gondor absolutely falls. Oh, yeah. Frodo, we're assuming Frodo and Sam still split. Yes. I... Well, it seems less likely with Gandalf there. So either they stay, all that happens, Frodo dies, everyone's fucked, Sauron wins. Yep. To not have that happen, let's assume Frodo and Sam split off. Okay. Um, maybe he just like he just he really, really believes it, or maybe let's say it's partially the ring. Yeah, the, the ring, ring wills him to him. do it. Yeah, we can introduce that. Let's do that. Ha ha. Deus Ex Machina. Uh, (laughs) uh, So they leave. The thing that the first time they actually come in contact or they actually interact with what happens with everyone else is when they're trying to cross Mordor and they're lucky that the Battle of the Black Gate is drawing everyone away. Right. And that was the the plan all along. And that doesn't happen. So they have to make it through Mordor. With the entire population of Mordor just fucking chilling. Yep. That's not possible. And they're probably... Well, the entire population of Mordor is probably celebrating. Actually, yeah. well, if they if they flatten Gondor, they're probably out just conquering the rest of the Middle-earth. True. Mordor's probably pretty fucking just, empty at this point. Yeah, they're probably just taking over everything. Instituting... What do you think everyone is, though? Do you think everyone's dead? They got, like, the three hunters, the rest of the Fellowship's dead? Gandalf's not. Gandalf. There's no way an orc would kill Gandalf. No, but maybe the Witch King does. But like, true, he, the Witch King's still around. He so 
the thing is though he probably dies and then resets as a stronger version of himself again yeah that's kind of just how gandalf works yeah but (laughs) so at some point gandalf is just going to become it's well then we get into sort of some metaphysical almost like theological questions here does god mode gandalf beat sauron with the ring I think Gandalf. Wait, Sauron doesn't have the ring in this. No, no. I think Gandalf takes Aragorn and only Aragorn and they run. I don't think Aragorn would. He, no, I, the, what, my thing is, I definitely he wouldn't mm-hmm. want to. I don't think Aragorn has much of a say when it comes to fighting Gandalf. He knocks him on the head with his staff and knocks him unconscious. Yeah, probably. <laughs> just like the hound does to Arya at Red Wedding. Just funk. Or just like he does to fucking Denethor. Yes. That's <laughs> what I was thinking of. Yes. Um, I think I think it's like it's a it's a very heavy conversation. It's like, look, Frodo's going to win. We're losing Gondor. We need you mm-hmm. to be alive. That's the only way that we can recover from this is if you're alive. Yep. You were the king of Gondor. If you die, we're fucked. Yep. You can't go in doing all Aragorn, like, leading the army like you usually do. You, right. We need you. You and I need to go. Yep. And they go. And it's... Maybe it's it turns a lot of people against him in the last minute. Kills morale. Gondor gets flattened. Yeah. Um, but Frodo still manages to get the ring destroyed. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe Gandalf and uh, and Aragorn go off to find Frodo. Maybe. Maybe they go into Mordor. They know Mordor is pretty empty. They go. They sneak into Mordor, and they find Frodo. Yeah. Maybe they notice because there's one point where the ring or the eye sees Frodo. Mm-hmm. Maybe they see the eye. They're watching the eye to see if it notices them. It just like beelines to one spot, and they go, "That's where Frodo is." Mm-hmm. And they bolt to where Frodo is. And the four of them get together now. Everyone else is dead, but the four of them are together. They get Frodo there. Having Gandalf and Aragorn there to protect them, those are the two best people you can have to protect him. Yep. They make it all the way up all, all the way up Mount Doom. Having, even if Frodo goes nuts, I think having Gandalf and Aragorn there, two really trusted people, might help break that. And then a defeated Aragorn who is at the end of his tether snaps and claims the ring for himself. And it's like a Sildur did oh, 3,000 years ago. And don't it's like do a full this. cyclical thing. <laughs> we go back. It resets. Wouldn't that be awesome, though? Oh, that would be fucking nuts. The Lord <laughs> of the Rings is just a cyclical history. But, okay, where's Gollum? I think I think having Gandalf and Frodo there, like, really... Oh, no, because Gollum ran off yeah. at that point. Yeah, he only pops back up So then Gollum the shows mountain. back up, and Aragorn's like, get the fuck off, and cuts his head off. <laughs> <laughs> so yep. then Frodo puts the ring on. Gollum can't bite his finger off. Right. Well, okay, oh, snap. Frodo just claims the ring, then. What do Gandalf and Aragorn do? Well, Sam... Sam doesn't do anything. He's Sam just... can't do anything. He gets knocked unconscious, so he's still there. Yeah, and even in the books, he's just he's basically standing there freaking out. He doesn't know what to do. Now, this gets more into the lore of how the ring works and how they are. Like, does mm-hmm. Gandalf just go, like, shit, and basically just, like, Fusro Daw in front of him and hope so, but then Frodo <laughs> into the lava? <laughs> I don't know. Brought Skyrim into this shit, yo! Maybe... 
I think Aragorn. Maybe. I think this is a moment for Aragorn to shine. Yeah, and maybe Frodo's about to put the ring on, and Aragorn like cuts his hand off and claims the ring for himself, <laughs> and it's like a cyclical no! history. <laughs> I think there's a series of ways to do this, and the only person that could actually know how to make that play out would be J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah. I think we're, it's this is out of our depth. This is more understanding the fundamentals of a character yep. and the fundamentals of how the ring works. Yep. So we got to that point. So there's the four of them sitting at Mount Doom, in Mount Doom. Okay, mm-hmm. so then let's figure out however it pans out, the ring gets destroyed. Okay. Let's say Frodo's still alive, maybe limbless, maybe, who knows. All right. Um... The ring's destroyed. Sauron falls. Then it becomes a, we need to find our people. What do the orcs do? Saruman's still alive. Let me remind you. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because if the Ents still end up going attacking. uh, The, I don't know if the Ents would on their own without anything from the hobbits because the hobbits are what show tribute the destruction in the first place that's true and yeah so I, I, this is let, let's let's say for the sake of fun saruman's still out there okay now we have to do a sequel trilogy yeah <laughs> where it's a a badly a badly reduced force led by gandalf and aragorn trying to fight a at the peak of his powers saruman yeah not at the peak of his power. Losing Sauron made it like took a hit. True, like a big hit. Like his the source, a lot of the source of his power is fucking gone now. Yeah, but I mean he's a very powerful wizard anyway. Yeah, and he's acquired Rohan at this point. Well, actually, also, what's the fuck? What the fuck is with the magic of like knocking all the orcs down when Sauron goes down? Does that happen worldwide? Um, I think it might just be the ones that are bound to his cause, and they just kind of. That's Please. a pretty. That's a large majority of the of the army. Yeah, and I so guess most of that army's gone now. Yeah, I think it's just rubble. Like the world is just rubble right now. It's just post apocalyptic. And they like they all like all right. Uh, so all the orcs are gone. Almost all the orcs are gone. The uruk are still around because they're all Saruman's. <gasps> and then like it's just a post apocalyptic world, and Gandalf and Sam just leave, and it's the road but with Aragorn and Frodo. Oh my God. (laughs) Viggo Mortensen. It all works. Oh my God. That's what the road is. The road is just Aragorn and it's a Lord of the Rings sequel. Oh my God. That is nuts. (sighs) Alternate, alternate fucking king of of Gondor dies by pneumonia. Yep. That was pneumonia, right? I don't remember. I read the book in high school. Yeah. Um, that's a movie that people don't know that I no people know I saw. It. I love that movie. It's really depressing. I love yep. it. Um, <laughs> the I think it's I think it's pretty much like it's not a sequel thing. I think it's a the ring gets destroyed and then just Gandalf's like, all right, cool. Um, hey Aragorn, go go growly people. Rohan might still be kind of around. They're definitely not very much, but maybe go rally some people. You got this. Amir is probably still out running wild oh. with all his people. He never came back. Amir never came back. So Rohirrim's still around. Yep. A- and Gandalf knows that and goes, "Hey, go find, go find the Rohirrim." Mm-hmm. Um, and then Gandalf just goes take takes a side trip to Saruman and then beats the living fuck out of Saruman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because imagine that, that's what most of Sauron, most, Sauron like then begins to draw his power from Sauron. Having Sauron gone is like, his power is pretty much fucked. I mean, just base original version Saruman is still very still powerful, powerful but wizard. not with uh, right with Gandalf drawing his power from all of his gods right or his what's his patron um Manway that sounds right yeah so. so he's still got so Manway is just like yo nice let's do it cool I think of that I th- actually here's another here's a question where it gets more into lore beyond the movies way beyond the movies if this shit happens, do you think it becomes an Iluvatar problem? Nah. Like, big old, I mean, like, or do you, okay, do you think it becomes the rest of the children problem? Maybe. Like, they're like, all right, well, we, we're going to trust this Frodo kid, but apparently Pippin didn't want to go, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, Pippin wakes up one day, and there's a knock on the door, and there's just, like, five or six gods outside, like, like you Why s- the fuck? <laughs> Boy, you screwed up. <laughs> Fool of a took. Manway says that, and it's just this big old circle. It becomes full circle. That's why Gandalf calls him Fool of a took, is because Manway's like, this guy's an idiot. You gotta make sure he goes. <laughs> I think I think if 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 like so much of this goes like as much of that goes wrong, I think it becomes a children problem. Like they because yeah. it it was before the yeah. first time the height of Sauron mm-hmm. is when they were all like, oh, we got to fucking take you down. And then they banished him to where right. the fuck they banished him to. I think this becomes a second war of the gods. Pretty much. OK. It becomes more celestial than mm-hmm. than what it is. Right. OK. All right, and so you I guess the, you know what the fun part is. That wasn't even the in, the actual question. The actual question is, what if we take out what Sam? If we take out Sam. Frodo wow. dies right away, and the whole thing ends. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go through and let's think about right. some individual moments. Here. So, so Frodo goes regardless. Right. It's more of a Gandalf summoning. Right. Frodo goes. Frodo goes to Bree, and Merry and Pippin are still with him at this point. Right. So Frodo goes to Bree with Mary and Pippin. Mary and Pippin are the ones that get him to Brandybuck Ferry. Yes. So they get him the very. He goes to Bree. Uh, Gandalf's not there. Uh, he still goes and talks to people. Gets knocked down. Gets the ring disappeared. Still gets Strider's attention. They still mm-hmm. do that. Strider go. They go. Uh, Sam really doesn't do much until about two towers. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of just there. Um, Frodo heads off. Frodo heads off on his own. Sam doesn't say, "But oh, I'm coming with you." Cause yeah, because Gandalf pack- still dies. Uh, yeah, that still happens. Gan- uh, Frodo still goes. Um, I don't think. Oh no, yeah, because Frodo will go off on his own. Sam, Sam yeah, follows he him. Yeah, wants to go off on his own. So anyway. Frodo goes off on his own. Uh, where does he end up first? Uh, uh, two towers, walking around the Emin Wheel, with... which is like the the cliffs and the rocks, and then no, Gollum steals the ring. Yeah, Gollum probably shows up and just. Takes the ring. Yeah. Because doesn't have Samus to be to be wise. And then Gollum takes the ring. Shit goes down. No one destroys the ring. Nothing really happens. Gollum probably just kills Frodo. Cause then, and yeah. then the rest of the Three Hunters thing just happens on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plot probably plays out about the same. Until Battle of the Black Gate. And then they're like, let's go Frodo. And he's just... It just never... He's not there. He's, yeah, he's, he's, they a, die. he's a skeleton in the, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And so they all die. Sauron wins. 
That was the simplest one, actually. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sam I, is the, the only reason that pushes back on the Gollum thing. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess the problem is just that Sam is irreplaceable. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Uh, Maybe not irreplaceable, but... For the story of, like, of the 300, the rest of the Fellowship, he's pretty inconsequential. Right, so that all plays what out. What happens if Frodo doesn't go? The fucking movies just don't <laughs> happen. <laughs> well, you know what? Bilbo probably would have suited up and been like, all right, this is my job. I got to finish it. In the books, at the Council of Elrond, he's like, I started this. I got to finish it. And Gandalf's like, that's adorable. This ring is thousands of years old. You didn't start nothing. <laughs> <laughs> shuts him down he's, I mean, he's very friendly about it he's like you have such spirit but but also no. you're like 111 years old yeah calm the fuck down no because like it's like a, it's like a false start because they're like who will take the ring to mordor and it kind of they just sit there for a few minutes and then bilbo's like well guess it's gotta be me and gandalf's like sit down and then frodo's like ah fine guess it's gotta be me gandalf's like all right you don't have arthritis you can walk faster. Yeah, you can walk faster. <laughs> but no, I mean, if yeah, if Frodo doesn't go, um, well then, Ooh. how does how does the ring even get out of the Shire? Frodo just says, "No, this isn't my fight." That's a good point. I think Gandalf has to take the ring himself, and Gandalf, yeah, Gandalf needs to do it. Gandalf becomes the Dark Lord. Do you think he'd call upon our Aragorn? Yeah. Do you think that's like the last ditch effort? It's like, dude, you're the only fucking person I can trust right now. Even yeah. though they don't know each other directly, Gim or Gal Gandalf knows about Aragorn. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't work out, I bet. Aragorn takes the ring and it's real well. Him. I, I think early on Aragorn would even turn it down. Because mm -hmm. he hasn't had yeah, the full no, storyline yeah. of developing. He's he'd yeah. be like, No, fuck you. Yeah. I'm gonna just be out here doing my ranging. It's fun. Does Aragorn know Gandalf early on, like when they first meet? Yeah. He does? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a weird one. That's that's an early on just problem. Yeah. That sort of defeats the whole purpose of the call to action. A little bit. The call to adventure. <laughs> All right. Adventure called. I hung up. Which one of those? Which one of those? Uh, the three did you think was the most? I I liked the the Pippin one the most. That was that was very interesting because that one really fucked shit up. Yeah, and that was only like the one thread where like he he drops the doesn't drop the thing and the Balrog doesn't wake up. Oh yeah, we didn't even if explore what happens if it still plays does out the wake same up. Way. Then we still lose lose Gandalf. When does okay. Pippin become important again? Okay, so uh, lose Gandalf. Palantir. Pippin. That's what you mentioned. Palantir. Yeah. So he's, um, so they're there. They're at Rohan, chilling out, and then so no one opens the Palantir. Where were they going? Uh, well, they, they would just go the rest of the way. They just go to Rohan. Yeah, yeah, and then rally the rest of the. Mo Ruster the Mohirim. Yeah. <laughs> Muster the Rohirrim and then march off to Gondor. Just They slowly. wouldn't. Because Pippin never lit, uh, lit the beacons. They would have no idea. Because Pippin, because yeah. they see that, 
That's the tip the, to yeah. go to Gondor. Because the because Gandalf and Pippin only go there because he touches the Palantir. And they see and they see the tree, so they go there. So they have no idea, and that they have no idea to light the thing. So Gondor just chills out. They do Helm's Deep. They go home. Gondor gets fucking pillaged. Yeah, I mean they know that they need to go to Gondor anyway. Yeah, but they don't have that sense of urgency, and they don't come with the army. They're probably too late. It's way too late. Yep. The Gond- they show up at a pillaged Gondor or a mid pillaged Gondor. Yep. Um. You know, they probably even... Gandalf probably grabs Aragorn and says, Hey, this is rough. We gotta get out of here. We gotta go find Frodo and Sam. Back on track. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, what does Pippin do for... Oh. Okay. Let's assume... Someone convinced Denethor to light the light, or someone did it anyway. Mm-hmm. Just some wild. Some... Let's, uh, let's give Faramir something more to do. Yeah, so Faramir goes like, "Look, we're fucked. Like, uh, we just lost Osgiliath. Yep, we need to because Osgiliath. It was lit after Osgiliath. Yes. So he loses Osgiliath. He tells one of his squires, like, "Go fucking light the beacons, dude. Got to do it. Just go do it. And yep. like, especially if it's coming from him, the soldiers up there wouldn't resist it." Right, because it's like, hey, this is a this is an order from a commanding officer, mm-hmm. albeit he hated by the steward, but still, but still, a commanding officer. It gets lit. Rohan still goes. Okay, so Rohan's track. still going. They show up. Uh, Presumably, Aragorn still gets the army of the dead. Still gets the. That's still the path that they right. take. Um, and then so they show up. The thing that I'm noticing is that Denethor is still alive. Right. Because they never showed up first to stop Farmir from getting burnt. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So Farmir still gets burnt. Oh. Well, fuck. Uh... Oh, shit. Okay. Well, that doesn't... Fuck! <laughs> that doesn't change much narratively. It's just kind of a downer, but... So uh, let's say that he thought about that, that like we're, we're fucked or, um, cause there's no one else to speak wisdom to Denethor. Right. Well, until Gandalf shows up. Until Gandalf shows up with the army. Well, the problem is Gan. Yeah. He shows up with the army. He's not already inside the city. Oh shit. You know what? Farmer wouldn't even make it to the city because Gandalf's the one that sends off yeah. the fell beasts. Yeah. So he just gets so they get out. picked off. Yep. And then, yeah. Dude, I don't think the beacons could get lit. Probably not. <laughs> well, but, uh, okay, so but let's assume that Gandalf is smart enough to be like, all right, I mean, Sauron's probably going for Gondor at this point. Yeah, he kind of understands that that's the... That's the next, that's the logical play here. And so... I would assume it's going to play out the same. Just Gandalf is with the main army and probably goes, probably goes with him on the paths of the dead. Probably goes with the the hunters. Yeah. Um. And so I'd imagine it should, it plays out kind of the same, except Gandalf shows up with the Rohirrim and Wait. the Battle of Pelennor. No, hang on. No, he shows up with the. No, because the beacons never get lit. They they still know that they need to get to Gondor, but not not the same urgency. So like they they don't take the army, so they don't need to take that slow route of parking there with the whole army. Mm-hmm. They just bolt. Okay, let's let, let, let's do this then. Okay, Gandalf's got shadow facts. Yep, Gandalf just trucks it. Okay, 
Like he's like, you guys know the way. Everything's pretty clear from here to Gondor. Yep. I'm gonna go book it and get things kind of set up. Yep. Um. So he goes. He notices things are wrong. Uh. He still saves Faramir from getting getting picked off by Felbeast. Mm-hmm. Um. Right. Yeah. So that's. Hang on. So he yeah. sees. He sees the the. Uh, That wouldn't be in time because he he looks at the Pelantir before Helm's Deep. No, because it's oh after, yeah no you're right fuck you're right yeah, yeah you're right my bad um okay so yeah still still goes there still books it there um saves saves him from the fell beasts because he's there anyway even maybe, even, right. even if that's like the that's when he gets there could be he sees the fell beasts attacking horses and it's like oh god no fuck off <laughs> <laughs> now he says those words those are his magic words to shine the light <laughs> oh god no fuck off. <laughs> You don't know how much I want Ian McKellen doing that now. <laughs> uh, okay, so he saves it. He talks to Faramir because now he's trying to figure out what's going on. And Faramir's right. like, they're in Osgiliath. And he goes, oh, shit, we got to go. Yep. And he gets someone else. The pel- the thing gets still still, still gets lit. Um, but now everyone's So lit. Faramir still gets burnt. Mm-hmm. Denethor still gets burnt. Yep. Because Denethor's going to do it on his own. So he still dies. Okay, so then, then, yeah, I mean, it becomes kind of the Aragorn and the 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 Fellowship doesn't go along with Ro- uh, Rohan though, because they're already on their way. Gandalf just booked it, right? So he doesn't get the um the shadow mm-hmm. or the 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 army of the dead. They were pretty well about to win, if not just full draw. Like the only the thing is like the elephants showed up. By the time the army of the dead showed up, looking at like the way the battle was, the people were dead. It was just the elephants. Right. I'm sure they could have figured out how to handle that from there. I don't know. I thought the point was like they're getting beat, and then Aragorn shows up, and that's like all right, the day is saved. I think and if, if Aragorn- they, no 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 if they don't take the paths of the dead, those ships still show up, but now they're full of corsairs. Oh shit reinforcements oh fuck okay so let's 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 look at this side of it then aragorn's there early on right before they attack how much does his military expertise along with the other three hunters affect the early game not much because they're basically under siege not that much you can do militarily Do you think him showing up? Because they come, they come through Osgiliath. That's the importance of Osgiliath. Is it's the it's the gateway between Gordor, uh, Mondor, and <laughs> Gordor and Mondor, <laughs> Gondor and Mordor. That's yeah, the gateway. Yeah, That's yeah. why they need to take Osgiliath. Mm-hmm. Do you think Aragorn would then go with the three hunters and a small army and try to take back Osgiliath, hold that fort? He could Maybe. do it. Yeah, he's a lot better than Faramir is. Yeah. And in a bottleneck like that with uh, uh, basically superhero elf sniper and yeah. uh, Gimli walking around. <laughs> superhero <laughs> elf sniper and Gimli with his axe. With his axe buried in his central nervous system. <laughs> I still love that they know what a central nervous system is in that world. Yep. Um, okay, so they take Osgiliath. They bottleneck. They get a lot good forces there. 
the Corsairs show up in the back, but the Corsairs are like, all right, where, where is everyone? <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> well, the Oliphants are still going to come up because those don't have to cross through Osgiliath. They're coming from the south, right? True. So they get all the southern, all the, uh, the Southrons. Southrons. So those still siege the city. Yep. But it's to a much lesser degree because they didn't have to fight through the orcs. Right. So the, the, and the orcs are the ones that came with the siege weapons. Mm-hmm. So the city's not sieged. Well, the Oliphants are just kind of walking around outside. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> they're just like people in the city are like, are those, are those elephants? Is a circus coming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because what can they do against the city? I, I mean, they can batter down the gates. Yeah. And then kinda, but then they kind of like walk. I guess it's kind of pillaged. But and then that becomes the question of like. Who knows that the South Fronts are are coming? I'm trying to think because that's probably a throwaway line somewhere of like people know they know the orcs are there. Do they know the South Fronts are coming? I don't think so. Because it's a surprise when they come up in the battle. Okay, so then do does Gondor does Aragorn bring the entire Gondorian armor to uh, armor army to just hold Osgiliath, or does he leave, or does he bring just like probably a not Osgiliath's not it's not huge. huge. So he just needs, like, version. some of the best guys. So then yeah. maybe they see the South Runs coming and they're like, well, shit, fuck, okay. And then they do that. Mm-hmm. How long do you think that Osgiliath battle would go? Do you think they'd attack, see that they, like, they've lost Osgiliath again and then pull back? No, because Sauron knows he has the numbers. He can just keep hitting them and keep hitting them and break yeah. through eventually. Yeah. And if he knows his Aragorn's there, that's one of the last biggest threats. Okay, well, here, okay. This is actually perfect because while Aragorn with Gondor is holding us uh, hold with like, and maybe he just keeps getting people from Gondor to refill his thing and Aragorn mm-hmm. the 300s to them. They're holding that. We forgot about where him. When the oh, Southrons yeah? show yeah. up, that's about the exact same time. Uh, actually, the Rohirrim gets there right before they do. Yeah. So that's, so then it's just them fighting the, they don't have to fight the orcs anymore. So they don't lose their army. They're just fighting the Oliphants mm-hmm. and the Corsairs show up. I don't think think there's not that many ships there's like four ships wasn't there no how many was it supposed to be a lot like when you in the extended edition when you look down and see the ships there's like 50 or 100 or something Oh, okay so there's There's a lot of ships so there might be a problem with rohirrim but i think they might be able to hold their own well enough to make them pull back Mm -hmm. like by the time they work through the rohirrim especially the fact that they're on horses and corsairs do not know how to handle calvary right um, they would get their ass handed to them. Yep. Corsairs are fucked. Only fonts are really the only problem because they don't have to fight through the orcs again. Like that's kind right. of the big thing is the the I'll say seventy percent of the army is just being held at Osgiliath. Yeah. I think it's okay. Okay. So then Sauron backs off. He knows he can win the fight with sheer numbers. His forces. Too good of conversations. I'm so paranoid about this fucking recording, dude. <laughs> but but here's the thing: Sauron is now consolidated back in Mordor, right at the moment that Frodo tries to walk through. No, because I think it's the same. It's a similar mindset. They pulled back. It's not. It's not that he like they took out Pelennor Field and it's what's mm-hmm. left in Mordor. They pulled back. Same mindset with Gondor. Hey. They pulled back. Let's get them now while they're, while they're in chaos. It is a much bigger army they're going against because they have a lot more of the Southrons. Probably the Corsairs are all dead. They have the Southrons mm-hmm. that are left there and then all the orcs that didn't make it through Osgiliath. So it's a bigger army. 
but the size of the army isn't what mattered at the Battle of uh, Black Gate. Right. It's, it's that Frodo through the yeah. ring. Yeah. And so I think that would still play out the same way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we're saying is we need Gandalf to die. I think that's really the key plot point here. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Very different endings, depending on if Pippin goes. Yeah. Fully contingent on if the Balrog still wakes up. Right. It's... It was worse if the Balrog doesn't wake up. Yeah. If Gandalf... Wow, we needed Gandalf to fall. Yeah, we really did. Because <laughs> that one, like, that's actually even better. Like, that ending, not having Pippin there mm-hmm. and the Balrog waking up. Well, that's assuming that Gandalf, like, books it to Gondor. Right. And then saves Farmir and still gets the beacons lit. Right. Because if we can get the beacons lit, that's when everything's fine. Right. If Aragorn's there ahead of Rohirrim, and then go take Osgiliath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. I, I mean, we're at, like, an hour and 12 all right. Shall we? we can, let's let's call it here. We shall. That was good. That was yeah. Only two ideas. We didn't have to come up with any more. I like these. These are fun. This is so much fun. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to this backup episode. Um, sorry that we got so famous that our uh, press tours <laughs> took up so much time that we um, weren't weren't able to record an actual episode this week. So I hope you enjoyed our backup. Um, we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify, and what other for other audio mediums we have uh gone on to at this point in the future uh we're on facebook we're on twitter at justice losers pod we're on instagram at justice losers pod we're on gmail justice losers pod at gmail.com uh we have patreon don't know the link should probably really figure that out yeah um but it exists you can find us look for justice losers uh we're on farmville uh the vr reality that you all inhabit (laughs) had to bring that joke back uh let's see Next week is whatever we said it was going to be on the last episode and then didn't get to. Uh, most likely, unless it's like a schedule-based Right. So. Who knows? Who knows? Next week is something. Let us know at justusloserspot at gmail.com or one of the other mediums what you think we should talk about next week. Anyway, uh, yeah, this has been that. We'll do more of these. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 I don't know if I'm still doing this at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that joke died yet. No, it doesn't. I like that joke. Stupid and fun.